0: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday
1: I will call upon you to do a
0: service for me. Play The Godfather. Now at champacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
2: VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
3: Drummer Jim Newsom with Urban Tech Talk on the radio. Hi, Jim. How are you?
1: I'm feeling fine tonight. I'm glad to know that all my East Coast friends are doing well to survive the storm, still standing strong. I'm hearing a lot of good news uh, coming from the East Coast, and I'm so glad that uh, Brother Simon's going to be on the show. Our city leader from New York, and I'm looking forward to speaking with uh, Kelvin. my old buddy from
3: uh, Connecting Black. All right, all right. Well, everybody's on the line, and we're going to, um guess, get this popping because the phones are lit up. So I'm going to just open up the lines. And... Okay, call from the 918.
2: That'll be Kelvin Brown. Hello,
3: Hello. Wonderful people. Hi, how are you? Oh. Good, sir. Oh, I'm absolutely
1: wonderful. wonderful. Okay. you're one of the uh, the old men of the net, uh, brother, you've been around longer than me, and I've seen you help and reach out uh, and work with a lot of different people, and I love what you're doing with your directory. Um, I don't know how Jackie plans to um, to run the show tonight, but I'm sure my audience can't wait to hear more about uh, you and uh, your uh, your company, KB uh, Mark. Well, I'm okay. just glad to
2: be invited.
3: All right. So um, let me go on to the next line. Okay, caller from the 513.
4: Marshall Daniels from OKI, UTF, the Urban Tech Fair. Glad to be here on the line. Thanks a lot for having us, Jim and Jackie.
3: All righty. And one more. Hold on. Caller from the 718
5: hi uh ted tillman uh glad to be here with you uh jim and jackie and also others
3: okay and i know ted is waiting for a sign to call in so we have a few people on the line right now so we're just going to open it up and start with kelvin and you know so that our audience can connect kelvin you know the world wants to know who is kelvin brown the man and then you can okay. tell us what to claim to fame.
2: <laughs> well, the first thing is I want to make sure I'm coming through clearly. We hear you well. Yeah. We okay. hear you. Well, uh, my name is Kelvin Brown. Uh, I'm originally from Oklahoma. Uh, stayed in B.C. for about 25 years and uh, decided to come home. I'm uh, back in Oklahoma now. Uh, things a little bit different on the economy scale and getting used to it what I can and can't do. Uh, but I've just been I've been doing this for a while. Uh long before there was a WWW. I I love it, so I stuck I stuck with it and uh I was privileged to now be on the call.
1: All
4: right.
1: Well, you know, you uh, left a, a post about some of the things you were gonna to discuss tonight and what really caught my interest was a phrase you use about that uh diamonds in, in our back on our own backyard.
2: Yes. Uh, well I, I spoke about that because so many of us look at the world wide web and we try to take a big bite out of the world uh and we don't necessarily need to do that. There is stuff uh right in your own backyard that you might be able to take a better advantage of W- without trying to see it. the grass is green on that other side and, and uh, a lot of us get bogged down because we look at the whole piece so much and uh, it kind of reminded me of bacons of Diamonds so that, that's where that's where that came from and, you know, and for those I'm sure most of the people are familiar but in short a guy was digging for diamonds and trying to get rich and he couldn't get rich fast enough so he sold it well the person he sold it to got rich the next day because he, where he stopped digging, they picked up and they found acres of diamonds right in the backyard. And uh, with local marketing, that's what I'm preaching and that's what I'm working on. Uh, instead of trying to take the whole world, I am helping people in local business right here and many people might find that they are surprised that they know a lot more than they think they do. Um You know, maybe the average person who's been listening to you or working with MBTA or, you know, just been online for about a year knows a lot more than most of the local businesses, and they can go out and help those local businesses who are right there in their neighborhoods. And and not just businesses. Anybody who's operating online can get some help, meaning you might be able to help a nonprofit. You might be able to help a small business. But you might just teach these classes at the local schools, but you can help people locally, and therefore you might have you have the chance to earn money without trying to take a bite out of the whole world.
1: Okay. But you know, uh, Calvin, you're you're a marketing expert, and one another thing that uh, you posted that uh, really rings true, and you're saying you're going to repeat some of these old truisms. Uh, because we know that the World Wide Web doesn't change the basics, and the basics of marketing are the same whether you're using print, uh, radio, or the Internet. You said that that the basics of knowing a person needs five to seven contacts before they really take notice of you. Can you elaborate on that?
2: Well, uh, when I first started dealing with marketing, it was pretty much the rule of thumb was people needed to see you or see your ad seven times before they would actually make any kind of response. So uh, back then, we were, for the most part, dealing with uh, autoresponders. And so we would say, well, you know, you need to have an autoresponder set up with at least seven messages. The first one basically just says, welcome. The second one says, hey, here's a little bit more about me. Then maybe the third and the fourth one says, now that you know a little bit about me, here's the product that I'm marketing. Here's something I have to offer. And then five and six is kind of saying, okay, I'm getting you ready to buy now. you know. And uh, seven said, you haven't bought yet? Okay, well, here's a little bit more. Uh, so the people need to see your ad multiple times. And if you look in the newspaper, the ones that are successful are the ads that you see week after week or day after day or month after month, depending on – of that business and the publication you might be looking at. Same with radio. If you, if it's just one time, it doesn't work. Uh, with, with radio, they'll they'll tell you they need to, you need to have multiple spots, multiple times a day, for several days or several weeks, if, you know, before you actually see any response. Twenty one spots.
4: That's,
3: it's twenty one Kelvin for
2: radio. Okay, <laughs> uh, but but the basics is uh, across the board. You don't make the sale on the first visit. They have to find out who you are, then you have to tell them what you have to offer and what's in it for them. Uh, But it's going to take repetition before they take action.
1: I noticed that um, you focus on uh, automation in terms of trying to take some of the heavy lifting out of the uh, marketing workload. You speak about the automation of Facebook and Twitter. Tell us a little bit more
2: of that. Well, on a very simple level, uh, Facebook and Twitter are already set up to talk really well to each other. And uh, so you you can go into your Facebook, uh, go into your, you know, we set up a page. So you need to set up a business page for this. But when you go into uh, your admin and go to resources, it says connect to Twitter. So if you're logged into your Twitter account, you can click a button and you can connect your Facebook to your Twitter account so that from that point on, anything that you write on Facebook is automatically reposted uh, to Twitter. And and that's just one example, and that's not the only one. But instead of me having to log into Facebook and write something and then log into Twitter and write something, I can put it on Facebook and it will automatically go to Twitter. And Twitter also has uh, apps that go the opposite. Put it on Twitter and it'll automatically go to Facebook. But uh now, I like using Facebook to Twitter because Facebook allows you to put in more characters. Uh, and a shorter version of that will go to Twitter, but if and if they click on it they'll get back to the full version uh on Facebook.
1: Now now here's something that uh that we may have an issue on between me and you and we've been friends a long time. But uh, <laughs> You've always put a first focus on search engine optimization for uh, for websites. And I think in the age of social media that the website is secondary to your uh, social media presence. Uh, Why don't you tell the people a little bit more about your philosophy relative to how to get your name up on search engines and get people to come to you versus going to them?
2: Okay, well, we might have a difference of opinion here, because yes. I think your own website is first. Here's yes. the thing. Facebook might say something like, hey, Kelvin, guess what? Somebody complained about you, we don't like you anymore, and they could kill all of my sites. They could kill everything that's on Facebook. But if I have my own website that I can fall back on, Facebook can't do anything about that. But if everything, if, I, if Facebook is my primary and they decide they don't like me anymore, that could kill a business. Um, also, Kelvin,
3: um also just wanted to share as far as the only other thing about that, everybody's not on Facebook. So if somebody follows your address and it takes them to Facebook and they're not on Facebook, they can't access the information until they decide they want to sign up and
4: well, so
2: actually, again they can okay with limitations uh, but but yeah uh with with limitations they can because if you have a business page the page yeah. is open to the public which is one of the great things about it is that because that page uh is open to the public it also gets cited by search engines and that helps your SEO but they can look at your information they might not be able to contact you via facebook but anybody cruising around and having to follow your business page can still see what you have to talk about, and then they'll have to figure out a different way to contact you. But they can see it; they can access. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the interaction, but is not I, the same. they can't interact, right? But I love but the I, fact I, uh, again that if you have, you have your own web page, you can pull in all the uh, widgets, and you can put your Facebook on your. On your own web page via widgets. Same with Twitter. You can take and put those widgets on your page so you can have your website and you can pull together all those extra places that you use for social marketing and pull them all together in one place. So I think it's more important to have your own web presence and then uh, pull in your social networking.
1: Well, I must agree with you on that point about uh, ownership, Kevin, as somebody that's been kicked off Facebook twice I know how hard it is to rebuild that follow. But relative to uh being able to communicate and build relationships, I find it easier to interact with people and their interests in the social networking world versus uh trying to respond to uh emails or online inquiries.
2: Oh absolutely. Uh, I, I just like I said, I just feel it's important to have your own and pull everything into that rather than, um, again, having to go to all these separate places. I like pulling it in because, again, using different apps uh, from Facebook, you can talk to people, right, from your website as if you were on Facebook.
3: And also, too, what's really important about having your own website and that being a center focus, all your information is central, plus you have the opportunity to lead capture, which you can't do on social media. Just because somebody's your friend, um, doesn't give you access to their email you can send them something through Facebook but um, you don't know if that's the, the email they prefer to receive information on you don't know what type of information they want to receive all of these things when they come to your website they can opt-in you can send them targeted information they have now apps, not just for Facebook and all but you have chat apps
4: um,
3: with WordPress, I can put down a chat, people can contact you, they can chat with you right there, they can follow through to call you, everything right from your website. So you can create, um, a high level of interaction, you can create this social media environment from your website. And again, like Kelvin said, it's your website so it can't be taken down because somebody's made a complaint or sometimes a lot of people don't know Facebook rules, and a lot of people promote inappropriately. So what happens it's when exactly. they promote? Yeah, and then that'll get them taken down because they didn't realize that those cover photos, you're not supposed to use those to promote on.
2: Right. No
1: calls to action. Let me ask this, Kelvin. As a, a marketing uh, an Internet expert, what is the primary message you give to small businesses on your first contact?
2: Uh, well, it really depends on why I'm contacting them. But the primary thing that I generally try to express is uh, number one, that they need to learn how to do business online. And, and, and then from there, it really d- depends on the business because every business is different. About I, I'd say most businesses that I speak with, about 80% is the same, but there two or three things that's going to be different to that business, but the main thing is they need to be online. There's still some businesses that think that they don't need to do business online, and, and therefore it's always a uh, secondary thing. Uh, I had a client stop by yesterday and brought somebody else in to speak with me, and they said that, well, this is what I do, so I don't need the Internet. And the truth was they don't need the Internet, However, I was able to share with them how you taking advantage of the Internet will free them up and give them several other uh, avenues than what they're using. So they can keep doing business like they have been without using the Internet. But the Internet can add so much more than what they're able to take advantage of without it. Well,
1: I don't want to let the, uh, the time slide by without giving you the opportunity to because uh, th- this program is going to be archived and available on iTunes to give you a URL and to tell people about your uh, your directory in Oklahoma. We've talked about your marketing experience. Let's talk about some of the products and services you provide.
2: Well, uh, one of the main things that I do is I provide local marketing uh, to Muskogee businesses. Uh, I have a directory specifically for Muskogee, which is muskogeedirectory.com. And uh, one of the things that I do is I list most of the small businesses and groups, clubs, and organizations. So it's a Muskogee directory. Uh, Now, for those who uh, don't do this, the directory is really a lead generator. It always has been from the time that I first started the African-American business directory. Uh, If I find a small business and I add them to my directory for free, then – they, if they, you know, they decide they want to give me some money, they get, you know, higher up. They might get some color, or they might get some, uh, advertising, no, extra advertising. You know, you, you know, it's kind of like white pages, yellow pages. If you're free, you get a little bit. If you pay, you get a lot. Now, but we know that all small businesses need a web presence. Now, if I find one that doesn't have a web presence, that's actually a lead for me because in my directory, I'm advertising for them. So I am already building a relationship. Now, when they decide that they really want to go to the next level, a lot of it, hopefully, they'll come to me because they already know I'm promoting for them. They already know that I'm sending them tips, et cetera. Uh So that's what the directory does. And uh, I take it a little further than just, you know, listing your name and address. I actually will list your name, address, add videos, et cetera. What I started doing over the last few weeks is I've been studying um, – how to do android apps so i actually now have a sister application on android uh which is a duplicate of my directory so we know that people need to go mobile mobile is in the pocket uh that's where the visitors are going to be going visitors to my city will be uh using the phone to get around so i am meeting them where they are uh, and so those are the. And and I actually provide services. I have a directory for uh Memphis, Tennessee and uh several other uh cities here in in the Oklahoma area. And I and I, I work with a group uh and we actually have several hundred directories as a group uh worldwide.
3: Um, Calvin, I also wanna if you could please share for um the small businesses, especially like local retail, um, brick and mortars who feel they may not need to be online, can you explain the importance of um t- um what is it, global, act local, the importance of them to still have an online presence for people to in their area to locally to find them and it drives actual foot traffic.
2: Right. Well one of the things is when people share, uh they don't share like they used to. It's still word of mouth. Uh, that That's pretty much what it boils down to. But word of mouth now is, hey, I know this great shop you should go to, and somebody says, where is it? You say, hold up, I'll send it to you on Facebook. Now, they're sending the information on Facebook, so your business, they will send, if you're, if you're on Facebook, then they're sending the name of that particular business to you via Facebook. Now, you as the business, Uh, A new lead has just found out about you. They're on your website, your Facebook page, et cetera. And now you can say, oh, for those people who are, you know, checking us out online for the first time, you get a 20% discount. You know, so so the business still uses the old technology and the basic advertising methods, rather. Not old technology, but basic advertising methods. And they still say, hey, first-time shoppers, get this, get that. But now one of the biggest things that uh, they can do is they can collect those leads that people used to go to the store, they would buy a pair of shoes, and they walk out. Now you can say buy a pair of shoes, get in our database, and and the next time we have a pair of shoes like that on sale, we'll send you an email. We'll send you a text. Mm So there are so so many more ways that that small business can reach out and, and be very courteous to that specific uh, customer that they couldn't do years ago.
3: And what about as far as location-based marketing with places like Foursquare Google Plus Pages like where literally people happen, okay, I'm in this area, I don't know, I'm looking for a pizza please. So while I'm up here, I'm going to put in, okay, I'm at, I'm looking up and I see that I'm at 52nd and Lancaster and Philadelphia so I type that in and in the 5 mile radius they're going to show me all the pizza places so what? you know what about you know about that for local businesses the importance of being uh, the geo-targeting not even just people word of mouth but being that let's okay. just say people are using their phones to figure out you know not just um, directions but what's around them and how they okay, come up in their
2: search I missed the first question. There are, like you said, four square is one, and there are literally probably 30 uh, that are big. Uh, Four square, and then, of course, there's this old standard standbys, the yellow pages, Mm -hmm. Uh, Yelp. Uh, Yelp, There are several of them. And you, you need to, as a small business, you need to be in as many of those as you have time to put yourself in. Uh, and like you said, some of them are better known than others. There's about 30, but uh, Foursquare, Yelp, and and Facebook. You and need Google to be in there pages. because Google business, Plus, Google Plus, Google business page. You need to be in all of those if you have the time to do it. Sometimes, and it's time versus money. There are places where you can pay somebody and they'll do all 30 of them for you, uh, or you can go do it yourself. But you need to. Uh, be in as many of those as possible because you don't know which one right now people will be using but especially in the larger cities not so much in the smaller ones but especially in the larger cities people are going to be looking forward to being able to say okay here I am what's close who has what and uh, those services as well as uh not only the location of it but services like Yelp are going to are also you know getting people to put in their recommendations so now you're in range of five pizza places does yours uh have a good uh what is what's the keyword we review mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Re- Re- Reputation
2: management Re- reputation mm-hmm. management so do you have a good reputation online you know, it, not only is your business listed, but do you have a good reputation online? Because now there are five pizza places, and the one with the best recommendations is where I'm going to go eat. Mm-hmm.
3: So, no, I just wanted you to also share that because a lot of times brick and mortars, and I know you deal with a lot of local business marketing, they just feel that they don't need to be have a website or be on the web, but sometimes it's not necessarily a big web. Website having it, but just having that web presence and Merchant Circle, all of them are free. They're free listings. You can even, you know, you can list yourself for free. You can upgrade them, but you can at least, when that person is searching for a piece of police in that area, that's there in your area, you can pop up if you're just listed um, in one of those places.
2: Well, I tell you, one of the biggest setbacks of that small businesses have or perceive that they have. And that is lack of time to be online because they hear about people every day who spend eight hours on Facebook, 12 hours on Facebook. And if you're running a three-person shop, you know, it's just, you know, uh, you at the front register, a a, a stock person, and, and somebody out back, you just feel like you don't have time. But like anything else, you schedule it. For instance, I often recommend when you go to your business, uh, the, you want to spend 15 minutes in the morning checking your emails, checking you know checking your social media, et cetera, 15 minutes in the afternoon, and 15 minutes before you close. You don't have to sit there and get and let Facebook swallow you for eight hours. You put mm-hmm. it on a schedule like you do everything else. But so many businesses again think that they don't have the time to run. A website or to be uh socially involved uh on the different sites, and the truth is if if they make it a priority, then all they have to do is schedule it just like everything else,
3: yeah, and most people a lot of times people think you don't ha not you don't have to be everywhere at once. You decide where you want to be, and you maximize your presence there. You learn how to work that, then you can move on. Don't think you need to be. It's better be be in one place and doing a good job than to be in a hundred places that you're never showing up to. But just for but for business listings, much you don't. It's not a place you really have to be interactive. You just have to be listed, and then but, you know. Um, like, wherever, you know, like you said, different businesses or so different places could work. Like, Facebook may be better for some. Some people prefer Twitter. Some people prefer Four Square. I mean, if you're doing, if you do have a brick and mortar, you're doing location, you know, where your location is significant, you want to get more into location-based marketing, and you want to connect. Those are probably your better social media places to connect. Because people are having conversations when they pop up in the place they. If your people come in your store, and they say, "Well, everybody that will um, check in at Foursquare, if you check in at Foursquare, we'll give you an additional five percent off your purchase today." So everybody has to check in, and you see their check in. Then they get additional five percent off, just like you said earlier. It's ways to you know directly connect. You know, your store to actually drive traffic and not to just be, you know, being so, you know, personally social. That's where I think some people confuse. They don't know how to separate the business from the social aspect.
2: Right. And I want to touch on something that Jim uh, brought up earlier because he said SEO, and and uh, I didn't go into it that a lot. But, uh, he, but you know, one of the things I, that I had said was. Uh, the old school rules still apply and even SEO you can talk as fancy as you want but there are several things that are the basics that everything else is still based on when you put up your website the first thing you want to do is make sure that you have a good title the second thing is you want to have a good description because that's what the search engines are going to pull up and so when you're talking so, so those are the first two then the rest of the page you have to have The body of the page needs to talk about what you have, whether it's your product or service. And you don't have to do a lot of web and research to find out what are the keywords for your business. You can listen to your customers because how your customers talk is what they will be looking for in the search engine. So you need to uh, put words on your Facebook page that reflect what your customers will be looking for. Uh, So.
1: Let me interrupt you here. Um that's a great point you just made. Can you give us an example of the way a customer communicates how it can be used in terms of keyword or uh uh SEO uh uh manipulation? Well let's uh
2: oh, no let's take a auto repair shop. Uh as a customer, uh, I have no air in my car. So what I'm going to be typing in is fix my air conditioner. But if you go to a auto mechanic, he might actually use different words. Where your air compressor is what's blown. What I didn't know I was looking for air compressor. All I know is I have no air, so I need the air conditioner in my car fixed. So on your website, then you instead of using compressor, you would say we fix all air condition. We fix air conditioners on all late model cars. Here in Muskogee, Oklahoma. You know, so don't get too technical and, and put down what you know because you're an insider. You're an industry person. You know these big words, but your customers may not. And then there may be professions where you, that's what your customer is looking for. You know, uh, because it, instead of having one car, you might it might be a car dealership that's looking to send you business. So they might be looking for somebody. Who can fix air compressors? Now, so in that case, you have one page on your website set up for the average customer, and if you do work with larger dealerships, you have another page that's set up to speak to dealers. So keep it simple, but speak to your customer the way that your customer is going to speak to you, because your customer is going to come in, and they're going to say, you know, we, you know, my. Again, my air conditioner doesn't work. They're not going to talk to you about air compressors and belts, et cetera. But, uh, again, another point on the SEO itself. If you do this socially, most social sites, especially Facebook and Twitter, everything that you put on there is indexed by the search engines. So I may not find you on Foursquare. I may find you because I went to the search engine. And somebody asked a question about getting their air conditioner fixed on their car and they saw this answer. They saw the answer. Oh uh, it maybe in Yahoo answers or something like that. But they saw the answer on Facebook and you gave the answer. Oh wow, that opens up another one. <laughs> if you are on Don't
1: stop, my brother, you're doing great. Don't stop.
2: Oh, uh, writing articles again. It's one of the oldest ways, but it's still one of the best ways to let people know I am the expert in Muskogee. So if you are a plumber, you write a plumbing tip, you publish it, and you say, oh, I'm in Muskogee. Uh, Matter of fact, that's one of the things that I'm getting ready to start doing uh, in the next couple of weeks is interviewing local business. Uh, Now, I can find a plumbing tip online using YouTube and find a video from anywhere around the world. But I, And the tips are going to be pretty much the same. However, I want to promote my local businesses here in Muskogee. So instead of finding any old YouTube video, I'm going to start going to local businesses and say, okay, it's cold outside. As a plumber, what are the top three things I need to do to make sure that my pipes don't freeze this winter? Now, I'm going to give him props or credit as being the person who gave me the tip. But the tip is coming or sponsored by Muskogee directory or whoever else might want to uh, give me some money as a sponsor uh, for these small businesses when I go out and get them to give me tips. Uh, But the main thing, again, is that small, that local small business, and it can be you, whoever's listening right now, provide tips for the consumers that might be coming to you. So you don't, have to charge everybody for everything you give them a free tip they find out wow this guy he knows some stuff so uh, he sounds like he, he's credible or she sounds like they are very credible and they're right here in Muskogee. wow I didn't even know that so I'm gonna let look at my air conditioner because they gave me these three tips about taking you know taking care of my car uh, that I didn't think about so uh, be the source of good information and the consumers will look at you as a person, as an expert. And so that's one way to get them coming to you. And then, of course, there are so many uh, websites like Ezine articles where you can uh, drop your note in or PR web where you can uh, take your new, your information and uh, spread it out as a uh, press release, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Well, I noticed that you practice what you preach. I went to your directory. And uh, I couldn't count the uh, the list of place, places where you could get a free uh, Thanksgiving dinner, dinner that you had set up on it as your homepage.
2: Okay. Uh, the, one of the things that I do that's a little bit different, instead of, I found out when I first, when I came back to Oklahoma, one of the issues were a directory by itself is pretty dry reading, you know? So who is going to come back and look at a plain black a directory unless they need something? So you know, until something breaks in your home, well you you might not pick up the phone book or in this case, my directory for another three months. Well, I want you to keep coming back. so between me talking about these tips and, and just advertising the businesses instead of just just advertising the businesses, I'm also keeping my uh using my uh, website, especially the Facebook site, to be socially interactive. And what that does is, okay, yeah, I'm advertising and I keep sending out all these ads. Well, you know, people get blind to ads. But if I throw in some tips, you know, or I throw in some local news, or I throw in some pictures, or I throw in some videos, it breaks up the monotony of people just sending out another business listing advertising for somebody. So uh, one of the things that I do is I go out, I literally take thousands of pictures every year of, local events. Uh, For instance, last week, uh, I took about 70 or 80 pictures of the the Veterans Day Parade. Now, I posted those pictures on my Facebook, and guess what people did? They shared them. They clicked on them. They tagged themselves all under Muskogee Directory. So they saw my branding. Every time somebody tagged themselves, they saw my branding uh, for Muskogee Directory. And now they came to look at the pictures. But while they were there, I said, oh, by the way, look at these ads from my local businesses that I have listed. Oh, by the way, while you're here. Uh, so I do try to make it work all together.
1: You do a great job, my brother.
3: Um, Jim. Phone dropped. He'll call. He'll call back in. Sorry. Um, okay. Okay. Sorry, Calvin. Just um, no problem. But while we have here, I see. I think Herschel wants to speak with you. He wants to say something. So I'm going to bring you on, Herschel. Hi, Herschel. Good.
4: good. It's been a good lessons. Uh, so I uh, I believe in your lessons because for the Urban Tech Fair in Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana, we created the OKIUTF.org dot org site and uh Jackie's been uh uh teaching us to go through uh the urban tech fair uh model and so we're all working together and it's uh good to hear Jim bring someone such as your experience such as yourself to to the table. Uh I like to. Are, are you associated with the black uh 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 pages uh is that part of your network or is that a separate network? That that's okay. that totally separate. Okay, that's I, totally separate.
2: I, I used to know who it was, uh, but no, it's, yeah. that is separate.
4: Yeah. All right, and uh, uh, Net, is that in your network? Uh,
2: no. Uh, the network that I have, that I, the network that you heard me speak about earlier, uh, uh-huh. it's actually it, it, it's not a black or African-focused network. It is a network focused on building uh, directories worldwide. You're talking about warrior Seriously. form? No, this is WOM Vegas, W-O-M Vegas. Could
4: could you post that on Urban Tech Fair so that we, uh, uh, you know, I'd like to uh, uh, spread the word uh, about that, okay, uh, from what I'm hearing. And so you're going to organize the Oklahoma Urban Tech Fair. Uh Oh. Somebody's we're hoping to, to we're, ho- we're we're hoping to um you know
3: <laughs> persuade him to be our, our leader for Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah,
4: brother. Okay. You know, and this and this Oklahoma's going to play a vital part in the coming together of uh the uh, native uh, uh Americans, African Americans who are members of those Native American tribes. A lot of that happened in Oklahoma, so I hope to have future conversations with you. Uh, well, well, I'm, that, going around, so, I'm
2: going to be around. I'm going to be around. That 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 in itself is not an issue. Oh, uh, right, I've been so around uh, NBBTA and uh, several <laughs> uh, entities for the last uh, I don't know 14, 15 years.
4: Yeah, I, I see that you uh, did the army bit, okay, uh, and that uh, you did your uh, computers. Uh, you remember the Osborne? Oh. Uh,
2: now you're going way back. I was on yeah. uh oh wow. I I was uh, the first computer that I owned was a TRS eighty for Radio Shack. <laughs> trs
4: eighty, this, Trash, 80. This, yeah. Trash eighty, yeah. Trash eighty and the the, yeah. the
2: second one was a pre DOS machine. It was uh, C P M.
4: Yeah, uh, well I'm I'm one of those older older guys. Who did PDP fours, okay? And then uh graduated to 11s and with the time sharing and mm-hmm. uh came out of school and uh went into the military. And then got hold got to play with rockets. Okay <laughs> and it was, uh, Yeah, well they was, yeah. But that's where I started. it. All right, so, so uh, without, but pretty well. Thank you very much. Well no, I'm I'm looking at your stuff and so You know, when you're talking about marketing, we just had an example of it with the president's stuff working and Mitt Romney's stuff failing. Uh, You know, if anybody thought that uh, the change that SEO and uh, uh, social media and the website did, uh, look at this past election. Do you got any uh, comments on that?
2: Well, I look at part of it as Mitt Romney did not know his audience, and Mitt Romney's audience. Is the whole USA, but he was sending out right. a message to the general population, right. but his message was only targeted to fifty-three percent.
4: Yeah, but brother, so. okay, you know the, <laughs> he, he he reached the market that the Republican Party put in place under Nixon called the Southern Strategy. They they reached a hundred percent of their market target that they that the Southern Strategy called for. It's the demographic yep. change, okay? Right. And you message, know.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Well, I was just saying, but his message also reached the other 47 yeah. percent, and ideally, he should have had either one message that was good for everybody, or he should have had in place. But, but that, that's was not was the for the, the Republican. Party. <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> it was for the Yeah, brother, if you read the it Republican Party uh... platform. Uh-huh. Okay. That's what I'm saying. The social message that they carried was one thing, but the technology that they used, you know, it failed on Election Day at the Republican Party. Right. Okay. That's well, what I was you know, talking just, about.
2: I, I, I was just looking at it, you know, because I didn't get too too deep into that part of it, but, you know, but there are several ways this can be broken down. Like you said, I looked at the fact that he sent one message and it was falling almost on dead ears when he went to the 47%. It didn't fall on dead ears, though, because he just turned off part of his customer right. base because of what he said. So he didn't need to send that particular message to the other 47%, but he got out. And we heard about it, we said, wow, not only was that not good, but now it's negative. So, you know, you know the whole the old thing is if, you, if there's something bad, I'll tell ten people. If it's something good, I'm only gonna tell one. You know, so (laughs) that 47 percent started telling ten people. Hey, he don't like us. He don't like us. He don't like us. He don't like us. But yes, but that still goes down to basics. Even without technology, his message, he had two different messages, and it was reaching part of it was reaching the wrong crowd. You know, it's kind of like you know he went he went and sent an email out, but he he forgot who he was sending it to. Oops. That was supposed to go to my wife, but no, that was to
4: my girlfriend, you know. so Right, right.
2: <laughs> so well, just, well, so what about
4: security? I mean, then then, in that, on all this that we're talking about, in <gasps> terms of the security aspects with Microsoft finally releasing an out operating system that includes virtualization built in and built-in antivirus on uh, IE 10, what do you think of the new world of Android versus uh Apple versus uh, Microsoft? Well, uh, I can't speak a whole lot on the the technical
2: sides of the security issues. Uh, So I'm not well versed uh, on that. But I will say that everybody needs to be cautious of what you do. And and one of the biggest ones is I almost got caught the other day myself Uh, by clicking on a link that looked like it came from Facebook, but since I had been up for like 18 hours, I'm like, oh wow, what's up with Facebook? Um, excuse me, uh, PayPal. And it really wasn't PayPal. It was somebody out there fishing. So it, it's going to take the due diligence of that doesn't, even if it sounds good, don't click on it. Go to their website and log in and see
4: if there's an issue. Oh, so good. We we look forward to seeing you on uh, uh Uh, city calls that uh, uh, Jackie organizes and Jim hosts and uh, uh, looking forward from that expertise of somebody who's been there and more people uh, need to do it. I'd like to get you on a hangout that we do so that we can uh, have young kids in our STEM school see uh, men who know about the technology that we're getting them to uh, adopt.
1: And more problem. More importantly, let me say this and emphasize it because uh, Gelvin is one of those brothers that makes a living from the internet, it's not a part time hobby, it's not a game, it's something he does as a profession and he does it well. I salute the brothers. We need to show more people, that, especially young people, that they can make money on the net, sharing the knowledge, sharing the dollars.
0: Yeah.
3: Jackie? Okay. Yes, 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 I'm here. <laughs> so, we'll, you know, that's definite. I wasn't sure if I had muted myself out. We got um, more She's people. doing 20 listening. things at
4: once.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to promote over in different places. I got to change windows. But, I mean, that's true. So, Calvin, now you see why you should be a city leader. By being (laughs) a city leader for the Urban Tech Fair, we'll really, you know, help take off the the directory. The small businesses really believe you're going to help them because, you know, our three um, pillars are access, education, and commerce. One of our goals is to drive business to local commerce so we actually access you identify a commercial corridor within their neighborhood not like a downtown district or center city district but a neighborhood commercial corridor and we use that as our ground platform it's like our launch pad so that we um, actually will set up a wi-fi cloud like in like a two to five mile radius in that commercial corridor so people to come down to get some free Wi Fi while they're down there they get to check out these businesses they may not have actually checked out before and get to shop and use them and we use that as a launch pad. So it's a whole thirty day process. It's, it's it's innovative, it's fun and we go from there. it's a thirty day cloud and ground experience. So it's something for everyone to do, no matter what your level of tech engagement is. There's something for everyone, and we show how, as a community, one, we showcase each other, and then we show how we can work together, collaborate, and come up with some new things that help strengthen our own communities.
2: Some of that sounds like it would be better for a larger city. I'm in a really small place right now. So, we don't even, we barely have a urban neighborhood. The whole place is urban for the most part.
3: Uh, That's okay because we work by neighborhoods.
2: So, like, I'm here in
3: Philadelphia. I'm only working in one, I'm just working in one section of Philadelphia because, you know, there are a million neighborhoods, but I can't go to the mall, so I'm only working from one neighborhood.
2: Right, but that's what I'm getting at. Your neighborhood is probably larger than my city. Uh, oh. No, don't, it, it,
1: don't don't say it like that, because uh, 'cause 'cause you're underrating yourself. Uh Oklahoma is why can't it, it, y'all don't have
3: like a county? I know in Philadelphia this is a city, but we're surrounded by like three other counties. by it's called consider five yeah. county area, the greater Philadelphia. So you have Philadelphia right. City. But then the it was directly surrounded by like four of the counties. So it was like a five county area that, you know well, mhm.
2: Well, I have to look also again you know, at a better definition of urban. Uh but like yeah, you know, my the, the population of my the whole the city is about forty thousand. And uh um, <laughs> Yeah. So, I, like I said, yeah. If know, we can, yeah. If we
3: can reach five thousand per event, I think we're doing good. You know.
1: Well, you let know, me explain if, how, how we define urban, Kevin. Urban is basing your relationship on where you live, on the people around you, regardless of uh, race, culture. Urban is not just a a quote unquote. Uh, Location, it's a mindset in terms of where this country is going. And as I said, Oklahoma is a great state. They have, as Herschel mentioned, they have a a large uh, Native American, African American, and now a a Hispanic uh, population. And we're looking to reach out to everybody because urban is, is a mindset. And and you know
3: it's urban as home opposed home to rural. rural, not necessarily, even though we know a lot of African Americans live within the urban communities and of we and you know our main goal of going urban also is to make sure that they're included and a lot of times African Americans aren't included, but um your urban community is not just african american right. so um so it's urban as opposed to rural. And that's generally because of urban district, a lot of times it, it's just maybe easier to manage. And there we still have talks what's going on in rural and um and accessibility to rural that's Bonnie Bracey. She will. she has the whole dynamics as far as um access in rural counties and things. But like initially we start just with urban just because of the, the it's closer knit and it's easier to you know, physically it's easier to bring people in to bring them to a certain place, you know, that physici- uh, physicality. And we're also, you know, we are trying to serve underserved communities. So we do know within the urban areas, a lot of times you have a lot of your underserved communities. And then also in the urban areas, you have a tendency that people be so busy and going about their business, they don't, we kind of gotten not the habit of connecting with one another. So you could have a, you know, this space person that works with NASA down the street, and you wouldn't even know it and know that, you know, that right down the street you have someone so skilled and he may not know down the street is this great visual artist that whose work impact, you know, we just have no clue sometimes we become so introverted of what's going on around us. So we kind of want to get people out and connected to one another again.
1: Break down some of those mental silos, because we're all in this together as Americans. We all want the same thing, Uh, good schools, safe streets, and jobs in our community. And we believe that with the changes that are happening in technology vis-a-vis the connected world, the mobile tablets, that everything is changing. And that we, as a community, must take advantage of this 21st century economy, this innovation nation, so that we can again begin to, as a nation, generate new products, open up new markets, and begin to redefine ourselves as a country.
3: Yes. Well, okay, uh, Jim. Yes. Real quick, Jim. Excuse me, guys. Just real quick. I want to make an announcement. If you want to call in, we'll be streaming live for another one minute basically so just call 646-716-7994 we'll still be recording just the live stream stops in about one minute and 30 seconds so call in now to 646-716-7994 and we do have a couple more callers that would like to speak can i bring them on real quick yes. yeah
4: and while you bring sure. them just, just say okay uh, org, and i'll listen on the call thanks appreciate it okay uh, I wanna
2: say to everybody else who's listening, if if you came in because you got an invite from me or you you saw my name somewhere, uh thank you for hanging around and listening. All
3: right. Okay, call her from the seven one eight. I'm gonna open you up real quick. Seven one eight five six four.
0: Hello, how you doing? This is uh Hassan Sharif from the New York, side uh, of we've things. been waiting, waiting on you, sir. <laughs>
1: I
3: Hold on real quick. I- Hold on, I'm just bring someone else on and we're gonna get right back to you.
4: Okay,
3: Sandy, Call report, please. Okay, caller from the 424.
4: Hello? Hello, caller from the
0: 424? Andrew Williams, Jr. Good evening, everyone. I was
3: on mute. Oh, okay. All right, Andrew. Hi, how are you? At least. Well,
4: Andrew... Fantastic, Great.
3: thank you. Wonderful. Now, I want to get back to Hassan real quick, um... I mean, we're still recording, so he's going to still talk, but I know a lot of people wanted to hear from him. So we just, um, you know, we start off this way, Hassan. The audience likes to connect with you. So the world wants to know, who is Hassan Sharif? Who's the man? And then let us know your claim to fame.
0: Okay. uh, Hello, everybody. How you doing? Uh, This is Hassan Sharif from New York. Uh, I, I do apologize for the late calling. I actually just got out of the studio to where I had a minute to call. Uh, um, so I I, I had, uh, My assistant didn't uh, cue me earlier, but I'm now calling in, uh, and I'm going to say I apologize, Jackie, but I'm here. How y'all doing?
1: Basically, doing great.
0: with me, you know, I mean, my
1: huh? for uh, another show sorry, uh, where we can give you more time, but As the uh, city leader in New York, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your company, and the reasons why you stepped up to the plate to lead the Urban Tech Fair in New York City.
0: Okay. Yeah, this is
1: great. But still, let us
3: know who you are, who's Hassan Sharif the person.
0: Okay. (laughs) Hassan Sharif the person is the ultimate hustler in in a nutshell. Um, I'm I'm about grinding it out and making things happen. Um, basically in a nutshell, uh, I'm in the music business. Uh, I actually was uh, an R at Rockefeller Records. That's like my beginning, from okay. beginning to end of that whole run. Um, I watch artists from Mars projects from Brooklyn become one of the the illest rappers in the world, married to one of the famous women in in the world right now. Um, I help I help um orchestrate albums from Miss um Memphis Bleak, Neil, Dream, Ghostface, um, Kanye West. I was in the beginning of his career and basically seeing and helping along those artists get to where they gotta go. And um it was happy to be a part of that whole journey. Um, I've been around the world once, and I've seen a lot of different things, and um, got cultured from being from New York City to going to Europe and around the country, and and seeing how this music thing could be from something you started in, in your backyard with your friends to being a corporate giant to where you are now um, responsible of, of over 30 employees under your company with your music. So, kind of have a, a little knowledge with that. Um, from there, I, I went on to, because I'm also a music producer, now I'm not going to say tell you my name is Puff Daddy and I'm doing a way big, but I did a couple of records. And I worked with a few people, uh, and from there I led it be being in on a recording studio here in New York and a business management um company that oversees uh projects for uh up and coming artists as well as known artists and also doing um, soundtracks, film and scoring as well. So that's just a little light background about me. Um um I'm on all the social medias but you know you can look for me on Facebook, Twitter I'm not on Instagram yet, I'm on LinkedIn uh, more than anything, but um, (laughs) basically just trying to keep it moving just like the rest of us. And don't
1: forget to tell us your URL so that uh, people can follow up and contact you.
0: Say that again? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. You was a little low.
1: Your website name, your URL.
0: Oh, my URL, um, we are revamping the website now, but uh, you can look me up, Hassan Sharif, on Facebook, Twitter, just Hassan Sharif on Google, Facebook, or Twitter, or LinkedIn. Um, We are um, actually um, revamping the the website now, so it's kind of down for the next month or so, but we are coming real strong including the Urban Tech Fair and the things we're doing with them. And I'm um, just trying to just do it way big going into 2013. Hello.
1: <laughs> we're loving it, it, brother. Uh, you know, we appreciate the support uh, that you've been giving us, the organization that so you been giving together there. Uh, you know, relative to the New York area and your background in music, you know you plan to focus in on some musical panels and uh a different session talking about the oh, music geez. and motion and music
0: got super low. I don't know, I can't hear nobody.
1: Okay, Jim, he's having
3: a, we're having a hard time hearing you. You sounded very far away. Um, Hi Fran, if you could just tell us, you know, You know, what made you choose, you know, what inspired you to become the organizer for New York for the Urban Tech Fair? And what's your vision for the New York Urban Tech Fair?
0: Okay, first of all, what inspired me is Jim Newsom. I'm going to bring it all back to him. I met him some years back in the MySpace stages, and, you know, I, I, I loved what he was doing then. And as a young producer, entrepreneur, he kept the me and the different things that I could do with my business and then writing different things about technology and where that's going and I always followed him from day one. And you know, from from there, as I went along with my career, I see what he was doing and then I also was aware of the different opportunities technology brings to the community, again, with different um, translations with Instagram, Facebook, as just example. Um, I knew that it's a lane for us that we could bring forward when it comes to technology and just just me being a studio guy, engineering, dealing with different music equipment and technology on that end. I feel like um, getting involved with Jim and the tech fair could allow me to bring forth the different, uh, if anything, opportunities that there are in the music production, um, online uh, marketing, and things of that nature to to help build communities and help build what we're doing as a whole, not as black people. And I'm going to say I contributed that to Jim Newsom because I've seen what he's been doing for so many years, and I knew that I needed to get involved with him, because he could help me do what I'm doing to a higher level. So that was actually the inspiration of we wanted to get into the Tech Fair. It's not only that, but knowing what technology uh, have involved with the music in, in, in reference to like Dr. Dre with the Dre Beats and L.O. with his software on how to um, music interact I say, you know what I feel like this could be a perfect platform to help showcase these different opportunities and things that we can have available to us for the communities
3: And what about the Betty Shabazz Center?
0: Now, the Betty Shabbat Center, now I actually, I get, what, that was a, a funny situation because I got involved with them because they had approached me to do a soundtrack for the um, Gordon Parks uh, documentary movie they were doing. And I was so excited because my, my associate was his last, he was being his last mentor, they was mentoring him, and they wanted me to get involved with him because they were trying to get some music. Um, inclined and the different things of like that. So I was like, you know what? Yes we could do it and I just been involved with the Ben Shabbat ever since then with Eliasa and and now and have because she was involved with um Erica Badu's career and I was trying to produce for her at the time and we just became good friends from there and I was was involved from then on for the last six years.
3: Okay, so um you
0: know, the Urban Tech Fair will also benefit that center, correct? Yeah, but of course. I they're real I'm excited thinking. to get involved in being a host to the Tech Fair and being the central headquarters to what we're doing. Um, um, I'm actually in talks with them now. They, they want to get real involved because they feel like this could also help benefit the community as a whole of their center and everything they're trying to do as well when it comes to promoting, um, the urban communities and the surrounding communities on how to better what we're doing as a people. Yeah.
3: Well, you, I tell you, you're inspiring and very knowledgeable, and, um, it's, 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 it's exciting, the, um, and again, this is kudos to Jim for the quality of people that are coming yes. forth.
0: Kudos to and, Jim.
3: Yeah. And everybody's motivated by making a change and bettering their community. And that's what's really exciting because, you know, everyone could be doing a hundred other different things, but they really care about the community. And that's where the motivation comes from. Right. As I, as,
1: as I often say, the Urban Tech Day is the kind of shared as you do I am because of you. And, you know, I appreciate... And, and honored by all the um, the words of uh, praise and so forth. But truly, as a digital drummer, I do not create content. I just report on the things that I see around me. All the good work that people like Son and Herschel, Herschel Daniels, and Kelvin Son are doing in the community. And I just think that we need to get the word out and be able to support. All these organizations like the Betty Shabbat Center, which is working hard every day, doing fantastic stuff with little or no resources. And that's what the Urban Tech Fair is all about. All
3: right. Now, I'm going to just see if one more time, um, if I can bring on a caller from the 424. Oh, that was uh, Andrew. So what I'm going to do, we have a couple more callers on the line. They haven't pressed one. But I am going to open up the lines for the 951, and Ted Tillman, I'm going to open you up, just in case you guys have any parting words. If you just want to say hi, hello, just introduce yourself. So I'm starting with the 951. Caller from the 951. Hello? Hello? 951.
1: Caller from the 951.
3: Hey, Jackie.
1: This is <laughs> Texas. Uh... I thought that was
3: you. Hi. <laughs> you you know I'm always on uh, mute and you have to call me out. I was just trying to, you know, give you guys some uh, listening uh, uh, support tonight. But uh, hey, everybody. It's nice to hear your voices. Well, can you introduce hey. yourself to everyone, Cynthia? Sure, I'm Cynthia Renee Frazier on Facebook, um, a.k.a. Tech Diva, and I'm out in the Inland Empire, California, which is about uh, 70 miles east of L.A., and I, too, am truly inspired by Jim Newsom and all that he stands for, so um, he's kind of drawn me in as well, and I'm really excited about the Urban Tech Fair. All right. And now I'm going to go to you, Ted Tillman.
5: Ted? Uh, Hi, everyone. Uh, Ted Tillman. I'm uh, in the New York area. I uh, have been listening intently uh, to the different uh, backgrounds and uh, contributions and uh, also uh, concerns. Uh, One of the things I'm hoping for, and that's one of the reasons why I like to listen first, to try to get a feel for uh, where where we're headed, I, I believe that this can evolve into a premier uh, platform uh, because of the diverse uh, background that everyone uh, seems to to possess, and I think that that's really important uh, to keep. Um, you know the the different pieces of the puzzle together, uh, so that it doesn't become just uh, technology or just marketing, but understanding how all those components combine to uh, be able to to move the community forward in a desired uh, direction. So my background is uh, I'm a network engineer and also a system. Administrator, but uh, for the most part, uh, I enjoy solving problems. And uh, one of the ways that I do that is uh, I created uh, some educational software, and I'm looking to also do mentoring by, you know, uh, bringing my knowledge base and and combining that with others to uh, make it a, a, a easier pathway. To enjoy that type of career, and uh, my URL is uh, www.teacheroncall.org. It's a forward-thinking educational software that, uh, in line with uh, not just the STEM, which is a new, newer one of the newer buzzwords, uh, but it's uh, a, a software that's designed to elevate uh, a person's educational uh, experience and forward uh, them uh, successfully to be able to navigate beyond testing. Uh, I believe that uh, a lot of times uh, different resources are not always available even though they exist. And I, I think that through this forum and those type of energies that we can better... Support uh, the children in our community, which will also uh, be a main ingredient in keeping a healing process in our relationship with older uh, our older generations as well. Uh, so I'm quite excited about it. Uh, if you see me out there, either Ted Tillman or teacheroncall.org, you could send me an email. I'm open to any type of uh, Suggestions that can be helpful. Um, I, I do believe, and I strongly believe, that we have the resources. And and, and basically, I'm I'm, I'm kind of tired of hearing about the the negative results as far as the testing, as far as the the true uh, status and statistics. Regarding uh, our uh, employment levels, I don't think that they're well reported or, or uh, you know, uh, successfully addressed. And I think that it, it becomes incumbent upon each of us to lend a hand to, to you know, correct this type of uh, status. I, I think that's part of our response of our collective responsibility. Uh, if not because we have the capability to do so, uh, but because it simply can be done. So, uh, my challenge to everyone is to think about that and, uh, you know, every now and then reflect on what it is that you can do and uh, which, you know, how we can move that effort forward rather than just to continue to discuss but more or less also a call to action to actually achieve those type of goals. Uh, Because clearly, if we're still talking about them after all this time, that's not good enough. That's not going to cut it. Um, And although I I am into uh, technology, however, I caution people that, uh, you know, bills are still going to be due. Jobs are still going to need to be created. And sometimes, even though we can use technology to accomplish a portion of that, we should always be mindful that we do need each other in order to conduct these types of businesses successfully.
1: Amen.
3: Yep. Well, technology is driven by people. Mm
5: -hmm.
3: People created and... um, Computer still has to be programmed so it's it's driven by us. So well we can never the, leave out the human factor.
5: The exciting thing about it is like the gentleman was talking Kelvin uh are you is Kelvin still on? Yes he is. Okay. Uh you know, one thing I learned in my military career was that any person from anywhere can make a difference. Okay and 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 so that although you may be in a small semi urban or urban area there in Oklahoma, you actually can make a huge difference, you know because i I'm going through that now, uh where you know very few people know who I am, they might look at my website and and I've listened to your your comments regarding marketing, but I'm, I'm a very small organization with big ideas because right now the platform that I'm putting in place, it doesn't matter where your child goes to school. It doesn't matter how much your income level. The fact is, is we have the capability to bring the best and most knowledge to one individual anywhere. And so... You know, that's what I'm trying to figure out, how to market a message like that. And so I'll be reaching out to you uh, to see, you know, uh, further the conversation on what type of thoughts, you know. Uh, one of the things, uh, I think, of Gentleman Herschel. Yes, uh, Dan Herschel. Dan. Yeah, I'm going to try to see, because I remember I designed the network's, for his area in Cincinnati for uh for for uh, them connecting to uh, Dayton, Ohio. And so uh I haven't been there in some time but uh it's one of the things that I've accomplished. So you know, uh they seem to be able to get their cable services and their phones are working so I guess the network design wasn't that bad. Uh <laughs> but anyway, the the bottom line is is that you know, this, this well, well, we're right here
3: to support you, Ted. We're well, here to support I,
5: I'm you. We have a whole team of I, marketers. I updated my website. I'm going to try yeah. to make it more exciting. But right now my energy is trying to get my uh, my fall slash winter campaign going, and that's give a gift of knowledge. Uh, yeah. It'll last a lifetime because the toys are going to last a couple of weeks, a month. Who knows? But if we can give a portion of something that's going to last a lot longer, uh, and, that you know, I, I feel that that's vital right now. Yes, yeah, that 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 it definitely is. Well, the so Ted, well, I just wanted uh, to
3: share with you right now, just want to share, because, you the, know, we're in overtime. I want to make okay. sure we get everybody on. All right, but I do want to share with you that um, this is one of the advantages of the Urban Tech Fair and our network. We're here to lift each other up. And in the viable, lift up our businesses because we do have viable businesses. Tools people can use. That the Urban Tech Fair in itself will become a platform through which businesses can grow. And since we have a Pacific marketing campaign, if you just attach yourself to that campaign and even. Um, Not just when, like, New York is going to be taking place in October, but there will be a lot of pre just by connecting. Um, If you have your strategic strategy in place by just being a board, you're going to become known. Um, It's going to become known. It's a tool that we get to add in our arsenal. Well, Urban Tech Fair, we have a great, you know, software that for – you know, a learning software for young people, and we connect with people on all types of level, including organizations, individuals, all levels we connect with people, and that is a great message. you got Kwanzaa coming up, which definitely supports the message of give the gift of knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, um, you know, there definitely... Different people out here at different levels. So we're here to support you, just to let you know that. And um, also, uh, Hassan, I'm going to bring you back on. Um, you know, Ted is in your area, so he's looking to connect. So if you maybe can let him know what's the best way to connect with you. And um, your I line is you. opening up. Okay, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll
0: wait. Yes uh the best way to connected to me is call me straight direct um, i you can't email me I'm at a high zero 5 at yahoo, but Say the again. phone is hot h a s c 05 at yahoo that's my email, but mm-hmm. the phone call is the best i mean i I'm not gonna blast it out right now, but you yeah. will get you will get that at, as soon as this call. It's over, but you can get in contact with me. We could probably meet for lunch or you know, whatever you're available. So we can go over there because I heard so many things about you and Jim, and tell me he wants me to get you involved. And you know, we ready to connect. Cause one of the things that we want to do is uplift our community. That's the key thing, and let everybody know that we could do exactly what's out there on our own. And let's let's. Let's let's come together
5: and and work it out. Okay, could you repeat the uh, the uh, uh, email address one more time,
3: please? H
5: A S A what? H S is in Sam. C O R P. As in Paul. Zero five. Yahoo.com. Okay, so that's H-Corp 5 at Yahoo. Yes, not cool. H
3: A S. H a yeah, H a s has
5: court Hassan.
3: Has
2: has okay. The first part of Hassan. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jackie, Jackie, I got a couple of things. Uh, one is I have an issue with something that Jim said. Uh, okay. He said he doesn't create content. I take issue with that because this show in itself and the archives are content. So, Jim, you don't say that anymore. You're creating content right now. <laughs> Of uh, this show, that is content. Okay. Uh, the, the other thing that we talked about, local marketing, local business. I am a big proponent uh, of using your local chamber. And what happens, though, a lot of people who join your chamber don't actually take advantage and participate. And the key word here is be is participate and be active. So, if exactly. doing local business you need to seek out your chamber or other business organizations. But don't just
4: sign up and,
2: and be a member. Don't just you know just pay that membership fee and think that they're going to send you business. When there's a grand opening, go to it. When, you you business be to when you. another business is doing something, be there. Uh, make your face known. So, and pretty soon you'll be able to Make those personal, which is something Mr. Kilmer just brought up. Make those personal relationships. If people see you, then they will give you a chance at doing their business over other people that they don't get a chance to see. So if they keep seeing you involved, keep seeing you in the community, that that goes in your favor. So if there are chambers or other business groups that get together or they, and, and not just you know on the phone or over the internet. Let people actually see you, especially if you're doing local business. Even if you're a local mom and pop, close up for lunch one day and go to the grand opening of the business next door or the business down the street.
4: Um,
2: and also with Mr. Silver, what they just, I don't know anything about what you're doing. However. Since you're talking about education, one of the first things that I would ask
4: you uh,
2: to think about, if you haven't done so, have you had any testing done with tutors? Because you said your background is in technology, but you didn't really say your background was in teaching. So I would be asking, have you taken your software to tutors to see if they can help you improve it? Or have you taken two of to say, why don't you let ten students use this and let's a case study, so that then you have some real data behind what you're saying, rather than just you saying it's good. You have now people who are experts in the industry, and I'm talking about third-party verification.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm planning on doing that. But in addition to doing engineering, I'm also I've also taught as a teacher. Right, but still, you telling me that you did.
2: it, uh, If you had other parties with that extra, you know, the third, like you said, like that, you said the proper word with third-party verification. That would really tell me, okay, this is good because tutors like this, you know, it's like when the doctors talk about vitamins and so forth, or they talk about dental, they say uh, what is it, uh, five-hour energy. They say what well, four thousand right said that they would recommend this type of thing. Well, if you had twenty local tutors that would recommend it, then that would be much more powerful than just you recommending it because the people who are respected in the industry uh being tutors and teachers that say your is good. That's what would be uh that that's something that I would look at.
3: I apologize for the background noise. I'm not able to mute out right now because of the computer, but somebody has kind of a lot of background noise going on. Now,
0: that could be me because I'm actually am on 42nd Street on my way to B.B. B. King's for a 2 uh Meek Mills performance. So I, a little, it's about to get a little louder for me. So I'm going <laughs> to say, can I sign off? Yes. Right now, because I don't want to interrupt. i has mean, been some very informational things everybody's talking about. I don't want to interrupt anybody's face when they're talking. But I, again, I just wanted to make my statement saying that we're going to achieve to make this one of the biggest sex uh, fairs that we're going to do coming into this 2013 um, here in New York. I got a lot of things planned and a lot of people I'm getting involved with this and we're going to we're gonna we're gonna achieve our goal Jim trust me you you you're gonna be a proud what we're gonna to put together on my on my ass,
1: brother. I appreciate you taking the time to um to come on the air tonight. I know that you're a busy man, and we're gonna reschedule you for another show where we can focus in on the uh the type of uh panels and sessions. The information that you want to distribute to the New York community, related to the music industry and the business of music. I know that you have a, a long uh, history and expertise in that area.
0: Exactly, and I and I appreciate it even though know, just giving me the time today. And again, I do apologize for the late entry in today's call, but um, I'm here and I'm ready to 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 work. Like I was telling Jim, my my team is ready. Jackie, you ready? Yes, sir. <laughs> I know you're ready. Me and you've been talking for some time, so we're gonna we're gonna put it together. I'm telling you. Yes. Okay. okay. Let me. Yeah. I'm gonna sign off now, but I appreciate it. and I hope everybody have a wonderful evening, and we're gonna continue to move forward. I'm here and ready. All
3: right. All righty. Peace. Thank you, Hassan.
0: All right, brother.
3: Yeah. And so now I think I'm gonna uh, see if I can open up for Andrew. I'm trying to open up, okay. so you can give us some parting words, Andrew.
0: Oh, well, thank you. I just wanted to mention that so much thanks to everyone here. But as the city manager, quote, of Perbuto, uh, my role is actually is a, as an integrationist, and what I'm hoping is that we can make this a video uh, documentary as we go along because we do have so much content already. Uh, this is what you need to see us doing, and I think it's important that we turn the camera around to each of our participants, Jackie, so that we can all, you know, come pull forward together and then integrate what we're trying to get done on a global basis that's it
3: okay and Andrew I have to apologize I've been sending out information and I left you out the loop but we have a lot of updated information we have an, an exact detail and outline as to what happens in the 30 days, specifically what happens, where to reach out, which would be a very helpful tool, I know, for your um, for the Bermuda people. You have something real specific to give them. So I'm Great. going to make sure I get that to you, Andrew. Um, Thank Candy's you. touring right now because she's a, this big speaker and she's off touring across the country. <laughs> so I'm trying to pick up her in, so I might have, have you know, i, I I might have left off a couple people, but I definitely will get that to you tonight, sir.
5: Thank
3: you. Alrighty. So, um, you know, I guess I'll come back to you, Kelvin, and then Jim. You guys have 30 seconds in the whole world listening.
2: Kelvin? Uh, well, uh, again, I just say, you know, thank you for having me on, and uh, give me a call anytime, and, uh you know, if, if I if I can help, you know, I'll keep posting online and, and uh sharing some uh tips about, you know, doing business online and I'll uh get get more active, you know, on, on the on the uh Facebook group. And uh I just thank you for uh letting me share some information and hoping some of it works.
3: Oh, you know what? We didn't say with Kelvin, everyone. I do apologize. But one of the key things I'm employing in the marketing strategy is, and one of our key social media tools is something he donated to the Urban Tech Fair called Squareberry. He actually donated a year's worth of service. And then in turn, I'm renewing, and my church uses it. We're using it for the Urban Tech Fair, and I'm using it for my business. But Squareberry is an excellent tool. It has so many facets to it. I haven't even been able to use it all. But I've went and researched it. And this is one of the key tools we'll be using for social media management, event and social media management, and the key things, opportunities, exclusive opportunities we get to offer to our sponsors.
2: Okay. Uh, well, and let me say something I, on that real quick uh, because my phone is not is, out. uh it's, you can check out all the information at Squareberries.com, but don't buy there. Let me know if you need to buy it, because I can get you a better price than you'll find on the corporate page. Uh, now, do they go to
3: KelvinBrown.com?
2: They can go to KelvinBrown. I will start having information up there. I don't have it yet because I've, the new stuff just came out on on it, and I had to change my mind on what I was gonna how I was gonna market it. But uh, I will have something yeah. up on KelvinBrown.com. But you can find several videos at the corporate site. Just don't buy it. At the but we're not site.
3: even going there. If you if you're okay. interested in I'll this great social media tool. Um, if if you can't find Kelvin Brown now you have kelvinbrown.com and you can find him on Facebook but if for some reason you don't feel you had the right person just reach us at the Urban Tech Fair and say you know I'm interested in that social ma- uh, media t- management tool that you guys were talking about on the radio that's yes all you have to say and we'll connect you with Kelvin. As he gives up a direct link for it, because it's a new emerging tool, it's growing number of facets, but um, and I've been researching them, so I'm not doing it just because, because we had it an entire year. We, our year is about to, to run out, so and I've been researching it, and I've decided it's something that will be very valuable for us.
2: Yeah, I i So I use thank it you extensively. <laughs> I, I, I I use it extensively. I just already something else for it, you know. So I just found new ways to use it and, and I'm loving
1: it.
3: Yes, yes, yes. And I just had to teach my team how to use it. But we use it when you see those announcements pop up about the digital drummer show, when you those that automatic, that's coming from our Squareberry. All we have to do is schedule it. and say when we want it to come out, and it it promotes. So that's been a big help. Our conference calls, we get new people on the conference call. It's a great lead generator, and we haven't even used a quarter of it yet um, to our abilities, but that's going to change. But um, thank you, Kelvin. So, Jim, just close us out. Um, Well, well, what we will do for Excuse me, Jim, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys, but just somebody's going to say something. Probably for the Urban Tech Fair crew, you know, once we get past right now, we're trying to get some core documents and structure out on the website. But once we get past there, what we will do is schedule a training with Squareberry. So, one, you'll understand what what we have and the tool that we're using so that you know what to present. And we'll have Kelvin conduct that training. And that way everyone will have a better understanding. Is that okay, Calvin? Absolutely. So, okay, Andrew and um, Herschel and all you guys and Cynthia. This way everybody get a better understanding of it. Okay. okay. Um, close us out, Jim.
1: This show has been another example of our mission statement. Discover Silicon Valley in your own backyard. There's so many great people doing great things that are going, as Ted said, totally unnoticed by the media. You don't hear about the positive work that uh, organizations like the Betty Shabazz Center, uh, organizations like the BDPA are doing in our community every day. And we are connected. Our village is global, and the Urban Tech Fair is here to showcase you. Okay,
3: so we'll see you in two weeks. And if you want to catch us, give us a call. The number is one eight seven seven five five two seven zero one two. And we speak for you here on MasterGrio Radio. Peace and love.